making sustainable choices actually enrich your quality of life. Unity. 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 Podcast. By Ambriel Critchfield, a project by the WKU Talisman. In this episode of Unity Podcast, we have Christian Ryan, the WKU Office of Sustainability Coordinator. She's going to teach you what sustainability really means and how you can become involved with making a better footprint on Earth. Listen now. Thank you, Ms. Ryan, for joining us on Unity Podcast today. Uh, so what is sustainability? <laughs> <laughs> well, you started with probably the most difficult question, what is sustainability? And <clears throat> the truth is, is that there's not really a great definition for sustainability out there. Sustainability, I have found, means different things to different people. And I suppose it's because um, some people refer to environmental sustainability and those folks are concerned about conserving and preserving the natural environment. There's a, sort of a social responsibility element to sustainability where we're concerned about both our local and global neighbors and um, you know things like environmental justice and, and the health of, of people that, that are unfairly or maybe unjustly exposed to pollutants and those sorts of things. And then we usually include a financial element when we talk about sustainability. And they actually call sustainability sort of the triple bottom line or the three Ps, you know, <laughs> people, planet, profit, or people, planet, prosperity. So sustainability means a little bit d- different to different people. But what it means to me is, is being mindful uh, about our actions and the choices that we make as we go about our lives, as we live and and learn and work, and and just being mindful about how our everyday choices and our actions are going to impact um, the environment and and the people next to us and people around the uh, the other side of the planet, as our actions often do now that we live in such a global society. And so how did you gain your interest in sustainability? Well, my undergraduate work was wildlife conservation and management. I grew up in the woods, uh, <laughs> ran around in the, in, the, in the forests in the summertime from sunup to sundown. And so I developed uh, a deep appreciation for, for natural science. And so that's, that's my background is, is natural science. And so I studied wildlife conservation and management. I wanted to work with some, you know, some critters in the woods. I wanted to study black bear. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be out in the forest um, helping and, st- and studying critters. And and that that isn't really the path that my life took. I was actually hired by the National Park Service shortly after graduation. They didn't hire me to work with black bears in the woods. They mm-hmm. hired me to be what is called an interpretive park ranger. So my job was to <clears throat> work with a different kind. I always call it a different kind of wildlife, and that's park visitors, and help them understand you know, why our natural resources are important to conserve. And I began to realize that really what I am is an environmental educator, and my reason for wanting to educate the public on the about the environment and why should we should take care of it it is what drew me to sustainability you know as long as long as we're not making responsible choices as long as we're not being mindful about the things that we do it doesn't matter how much we know about black bear you know there's no hope for them and so how do you as you have learned more about sustainability and the environment, you've kind of changed your own living practices. What exactly, <laughs> how has that kind of evolved? Because I feel like it would go from being like, oh my gosh, I'm not going <laughs> to run the water at all to like being a little bit more mad about it. <laughs> well, I do turn off the water when I brush my teeth. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, there's this great quote by Aldo Leopold, who is uh, one of the great nature writers. And 
he wrote in an essay something like, one of the penalties of an ecological education is to live alone in a world of wounds. And I love that quote. It really resonates with me because I feel like one of the downsides of being a sustainability professional is constantly being aware of how our actions are impacting the environment the environment and so you know my friends and family will often say that I'm a complete downer to be around because <laughs> they have to watch everything they do I mean heaven forbid that we have like paper napkins at a birthday <laughs> party or you know that the food wasn't sourced locally or you know even you know in in classes uh, I just finished the doctoral program here and my classmates would be like oh Christian I didn't double side this you know and <laughs> so um it, you know, working in, in this field makes you hyper aware of of your actions. And so I try to be really conscious about all the things that I do. So just things like, um, you know, I do try to be a locavore, which means that I try to source all my food locally. But I love coffee and I love <laughs> chocolate and I love avocados. And I, you know, it's not here in Kentucky. don't want to live without those things. And so then I try to do other things to sort of make up for that, you know, those environmental footprints. Like, I don't know, you know, I buy re- everything with reduced packaging that I possibly can. And I, you know, I'm one of these people that I rarely have to take my trash bin out to the curb, but I have to take my recycling bin out to the curb more often. And you know, just things like, things like that. I try to, um, you know, I have a commute. I live in Franklin, Kentucky. I drive 19 miles each way back and forth to work. That inflates my carbon footprint, and I'm hyper aware of it. So, um, but what I tell myself is the same thing that I tell everybody else do what what you can because those actions that you can take they absolutely make a difference so what are small steps that someone in college that like maybe lives in a dorm or in an apartment what can they kind of do to be cautious of their footprint on earth (laughs) well there's all kinds of things particularly at WKU we have all kinds of options and opportunities for students to to be more sustainable in, in their lives on campus. And so the small things like taking your own bags to the to the store, you know, those plastic bags are, are not easily recyclable. They don't really recycle into any other meaningful objects. And so, you know, those plastic bags are one-time use and they end up in fence rows and in the Arctic and eaten by sea turtles. And so, you know, just a small act of taking your own bags to the grocery store when you shop or... You know, these days on campus, uh, you can take your own mug to any of our coffee shops and you actually get a, a discount for bringing your own mug. Nice. You That's can, a nice step forward because I've seen stuff like that at H&M. Like if you maybe take your clothes, they'll give yeah. you a discount, which I'm like, that's really nice that, you know, these companies that are really big have like a social movement kind of going on in their oh, own way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of our all of our campus coffee shops, they offer fair trade coffee, you know, which we know that those coffee growers were, fa- were paid, you know, a fair wage for growing that coffee. And then, you know, at our at several of our dining camp, our dining locations on campus, you can take part in the reusable to go container program. So, you know, styrofoam is another one of those things that it it doesn't we can't recycle it here and it ends up in the landfill. It never goes away. It's really easy just to, you know, enroll in the reusable takeout container program. So there's all kinds of small things, you know, that that student that college students can do to make a difference. Just what your shop consignment. <laughs> I do all my shopping at consignment, <laughs> and it saves me money, but also it reduces, you know, my environmental footprint. So there's all kinds of, of you know, shopping at the community farmers market, shopping local. You can spend your big red dollars there and get them doubled. Oh, how awesome is that? So a lot of times people think that sustainability means making some sort of sacrifice or giving up something, but 
in reality, it's quite the opposite. Making sustainable choices actually enrich your quality of life. You know, drinking out of a your favorite reusable coffee mug is just a better experience than drinking out of a paper cup <laughs> that came from a tree. <laughs> you know, shopping at, at the farmer's market is, and it's an enjoyable experience to get to know the people that grow your food. So, you know, I think sustainability is not a sacrifice. It's an opportunity for, for living better. So what is your role over at the Office of Sustainability? Oh, gosh. So <laughs> we have, um, you've visited the office. You know that we have a lot going on over there. We have, so the Office of Sustainability, first of all, is meant to be a sustainable best practice demonstration home. So we've taken this little house that was built in 1930 and done all kinds of things to make it more efficient and more sustainable. You know, we've insulated it and we've added solar power pa- panels and we generate most of our own energy. Most of, we make up most, for most of what we use. But we also have uh, a community garden, the Project Grow Garden, that anybody can come and get their get their hands in the soil. And um, we have a seed library that we loan and, and actually give seeds away to anybody that's interested in growing either in the community garden or their own garden. We have the Big Red Bikes Bike Lending Library, so you can come and pick up a bike at the Office of Sustainability. The food pantry is there. So if uh, you are experiencing food insecurity or just need a little bit of help with, with groceries, uh, you can come to the food pantry and we'll get you fixed up with some food. Um, so there's a lot going on at the Office of Sustainability, but there's a lot going on across our campus. You know, there's departments and, and areas in our operations and services that folks are doing amazing, amazing work trying to help us be a more sustainable campus. You know, everything from, you know, the car free opportunities in parking and transportation to you know the way that we you know manage our campus grounds and gardens you know uh, there's all kinds of things going and and I those th- I'm not doing those things I work <laughs> with other people to help and support them in doing those things but I can't take credit for any of these amazing things going on it when it comes to sustainability there are all kinds of people across campus that are all uh, you know all about supporting that commitment and how would you say that WKU has evolved as far as sustainability goes since you first came here? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so I started my my position in 2008. And at that time, we had, as a graduate student here, we started, myself and another student, um, Shada Melke, she still works on campus. Um, we started uh, the student organization Green Toppers, Students for Campus Sustainability, and we started the first Earth Day Festival. We started <laughs> Big Red Bikes, and <clears throat> Green Toppers did, not I didn't start Big Red Bikes. But uh, one of the things that we wanted to see on campus was recycling. <laughs> and now you can't, you can't go anywhere without seeing being in reach of a recycling bin. I mean, we've come so far. We've got an amazing waste reduction program, not just recycling, but waste reduction on the upstream. You know, we're working on eliminating styrofoam from our campus and plastic bags from our campus. We've reduced our energy use on this campus by about 25% since 2008. That's incredible considering that we've grown in in square footage. You know, we're we're conditioning more buildings and lighting more spaces with less energy because we've we've upgraded lights and done some some really great efficiency projects. And two years ago, we sourced about two percent of our food locally. Um, this past year, we just looked at you know went through all the invoices and checked into it, and we're up to seven percent. And next year, we'll even raise that goal even higher. So, but probably most the most significant change is in 
student interest in sustainability. So many different students and student groups. We now have three student sustainability organizations. Green Toppers is going strong and we have <laughs> others as well. And so there's incredible amount of student engagement and sustainability efforts. At the Office of Sustainability, what kind of trend or uh, kind of students that you typically see come in that are, you probably wouldn't expect to be interested in sustainability? So again, that's a really great question. And, and it, it's interesting who comes to the Office of Sustainability and for what reason. You know, we, we get visitors for the food pantry that really don't know about sustainability and don't know anything else that we do there. And they might come for the food pantry and the next thing you know, they're back the next week volunteering in the garden. We got bees last year at the Office of Sustainability um, last spring. And the bees have attracted a diversity of students that I never in a million years <laughs> would have expected. The bees are quite popular. And so <clears throat> one thing that I think is remarkable about what's going on at the Office of Sustainability is that we have students that are interested in everything from sustainable agriculture to energy conservation to, you know, social justice issues to, you know, political science. I mean, we have the diversity of students that we have that come there to be engaged in some form or fashion is incredible. And I think that this diversity of students with their different interests and their different programs of study probably would not be coming together for any other reason other than sustainability. And that's one of the things I love about sustainability is that every single person on this planet is a stakeholder. And for those that don't know or are unfamiliar with the term stakeholder, what exactly does that mean? So that means that everybody, every person on this planet has a reason to care about sustainability, to be impacted by it. Everybody has a role to play. And how does the Office of Sustainability build unity within different communities on campus? So I think that's a, wow, that's a good question. Um, well, let me just give you an example. So in the in the garden, we have what we call rental plots. We don't really rent them. We just give anybody a garden plot that wants a plot and wants <laughs> to grow something. And we have seeds and we have tools and we have the Project Grow Fellows who act as mentors. And so this spring we have... Um, we have Chinese flagship students that have a plot. We have WKU football has a plot. We have the WKU. <laughs> That's a very diverse <laughs> group already. We have a mar- some broadcasting students that have a plot. And we have the Student Dietetics Association that have a plot. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where I mean, else do those groups kind of exactly, come together? <laughs> in a community garden. And so, um, and so I think that's how... Um, when you say the word unity, um, you know, I, I see it happening there. Also, our food pantry has been pretty amazing in that we have had support from a, an amazing variety of different people and places. Um, so there, I guess it all, every, we all eat. <laughs> and then when it comes to sustainability, food is one of our best topics because we all eat, right? And so everybody kind of has a role or has an interest. If anyone that's listening is personally interested in becoming more involved with being sustainable or building a garden, how can they get involved? Well, they can come visit the Office of Sustainability. And of course, you know, I'm a, a full-time staff of one, um, but I do have <laughs> several students that work in the office doing Um, all kinds of amazing things but we have a website and our our hours that we can guarantee that somebody will be there are on the website of course right now I'm here so nobody's there (laughs) so um, so we're not 
always open um, during working hours, but you can check the website and you can just come by and we'll give you a tour. The other thing that we really like to do is give campus green tours. So you can get a WKU green tour. You just call me up, email me, and we'll schedule a green tour, and I'll take you for a walk around our gorgeous campus and tell you all the things that we're doing to be sustainable at WKU. Thank you for listening to Unity Podcast, a project by the WKU Talisman. Listen now for more interviews on Unity Podcast at iTunes and SoundCloud.